0: Welcome back, everybody, to Black Mesa Radio with your hosts, Tejas the Fuhrer. Or Chase. (laughs) Josh? (laughs) Nate? And Seth. Today we're going to be talking about Primal (laughs) Man, space, and everything in between. So let's get to it.
1: Josh,
2: can yes? I'm not even going to try the German what are you accent. Talking i talking about? Just, I would just turn it into a Hindi <laughs> I always do. <laughs> You're
0: really good you wait, we, were you going for a German accent there?
1: I don't. You I wasn't either. I was off. just. That's kind of what he <laughs> sounded like. It was like so. I was just <laughs> I doing that. Just, I just was making crap up. Ch- I didn't know. That's what Chase sounds all the time to me. It's <laughs> 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 <Just> like <laughs> that's a really good impression. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh no. So today we're talking about primal man, whatever that means.
2: But Are what, you a primal man? What really makes man tick? Like what? What in the essence do you
1: boil down to? <laughs> those main emotions emotions yeah because we had what got us on the subject listeners was nathan was talking about the blood moon which is what we were supposed to talk about last week and then didn't at all (laughs) or was it the week before last uh we
3: haven't done the podcast in a couple of weeks
1: now. yeah not important anyway yeah we skipped last week didn't we and the one before that, I think. No, we did it. You just weren't here. Oh, right. Seth and I skipped then. the one before that.
2: We've had a really crazy schedule. Like we we usually do these on Thursday evenings, <laughs> but we've always been like, no, can't make it.
3: We got to reschedule, do a different time frame. Yeah, it's because Satan is attacking the podcast. <laughs> we rebuke
1: you, Satan. <laughs> Your podcast, hating. All right. Yeah, hey, right. I'm a Christian rapper now. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> we rebuke you, Satan. Get out of here. You guys ever listen to Froggy Fresh? He's a YouTube, uh, uh, yep. guy. yeah, yeah. He does some I Christian don't. rap, and it's it's a parody, but it's hilarious like that. You sound like a really good southern old Froggy name. Fresh, y'all. Anyways, so primal <laughs> Man. money making Mike.
3: So are we? Wait, when we say primal, we didn't discuss this. At oh all, yeah, but when we say primal man, are we talking about humans in general, or are we talking about like men? Yeah, like like mankind. Ma- okay, mankind.
1: Yeah, well, and listeners, I started to say this and then got sidetracked. Well, we were talking about the Lunar Eclipse, and uh Nathan said that he felt like something just, what was it, like deep and primal about stirred it? It stirred something in me. It stirred something in him.
3: Not like anything like violent or, it was, I don't know, like, I don't know, I just felt really peaceful and cool and chill about it.
2: One thing don't that know. interests
3: me is that, like like you kind of say about the moon, a, a lot of
2: people have uh this... Experience with certain things and it's hard to explain because unless you've experienced it individually, you can't explain it. Something, you know, in, in your gut. Good. Like perhaps, Good. you know, a, a lot of humans see patterns where other people don't. And we're, we're kind of, without saying, you know, you know, primal humans, we're primed to see patterns. Does that mean that the patterns don't exist or is that that we're looking into something deeper than the pattern itself?
0: Well, it depends. Parado- Go Good. Well, I was going to say pareidolia or Paradolia. Yeah, pareidolia or pareidolia. It's because you have could, a fancy name for it. It could it? be like a potential...
2: Get out
0: well, here with you know, your you know fancy like... words. <laughs> you know how you see faces your and You're book learning. You know, like you I look, do see faces. You look at a rock and you're like, hey, that looks like a face.
1: <laughs> no, like when you look at a cloud and you're like, that looks like a face. Or... I really suck at that. I don't. I don't.
2: But I
3: don't. <laughs> that's
1: a sign of a sociopath. <laughs> hey,
3: Chase is a sociopath. That's why it's so successful. That explains so many things. No,
2: that's actually more of a sign of autism. But, well, okay not <laughs> Okay. I'd rather be autistic than a sociopath. Anyway, uh,
1: that's, yeah, that that's, could fine. Be, that's fine, design. I mean, is it?
0: There are theories yeah. that that's like a evolutionary response to see, like, stuff in nature, like, uh, predators and stuff, right?
1: Yes, that is one of the theories. Oh, I was about to say, yes, yeah, one of the theories. Uh, um, the other, Good theory, up, Seth. the other, well, <laughs> you maybe. nailed it. So I did. <laughs> I, got, I got it, guys. Go me. The other theory is that it's made uh, just because we are constantly looking for um, something to, to predict empathize with. the
3: future. With. I feel like
1: I don't know where you're going with that, so I'll let you go there in a second. Let right. me just explain what I'm saying. Well,
3: if you figure out the pattern, you can figure out what comes next. Yeah.
1: Okay, I can see that. All right, keep going. Well, what I'm saying is that we're looking for something to empathize with, and when it has a face that res- resembles a human face, we're like, oh, hey, look, it's a thing. Like, when you see people put meaning on it's just really stupid stuff that doesn't have <coughs> any... Uh, like a volleyball? Yeah, like a volleyball.
2: Like, 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 everybody was, like, crying during that movie with Wilson
1: flying off the boat. No <laughs> one was sad about the volleyball being gone. They were sad I was because sad Tom Hanks... It. Really? Yeah. I was yeah, sad because so Tom many Hanks people was... Sad. Had, so many should people. should have won an Oscar. They were sad for the wrong Wilson reasons. Wilson should have you're won an Oscar. Explain. Exp,
3: exp, go ahead and say what you're going to say, because I, I think I might agree, actually.
1: Go that ahead. scene is not about the volleyball going, because the volleyball had no feelings, no emotion, no anything. It's just the volleyball. Yeah. The the feeling of loss and regret is like, it's like a literal on-the-nose metaphor for like losing your connection with humanity. Yeah. And that's what that was. I got you.
3: That's more or less what I meant. But in the
2: movie, his connection was with, in an inanimate object that he made represent humanity almost like yeah a handmade deity like a little carved you know saint or a little yeah. carved venus figurine and like you lose it and you think like you're going to hell after you lose that
1: well yeah, I mean and he'd been in the movie talking to it for so long, but people should have been crying because the vo- they were sad the volleyball was gone. They should have been crying because this man has lost the last bit of humanity that he was connected to. I think
3: anybody that cried over losing Wilson was crying for that reason. Okay. Even if, even okay. if they
1: even if they weren't able to put it in those words. No, that makes sense to me. That's okay. But the way that it was phrased was like, yeah, they were okay. sad when Wilson was gone. And I was like, well, not- the
0: thing is they could also be feeling kind of a like a empath- like empathy for the for him, so you're feeling the loss with him. Right. No, that's in what I'm saying. Way. And that's
1: okay. that is what I'm saying. That's that's what saying. I mean. But I do think that's empathy what I'm saying. Uh, empathy can extend what I'm
3: saying. pretty far.
1: Like the human ability to empathize, I don't know. Maybe people really were sad. No, for that's world. true. You're hundred percent right in that because if you <laughs> there was a comedian, I can't remember who it is now. I want to say it was Greg Giraldo, but it probably wasn't. Uh, but he like names this like egg and he's like he's like, This is an egg. But if I name it Eric and we talk about, like, how Eric's my best friend. Like, he does this whole little thing with an egg. It wasn't Greg Giraldo. But at the end of the bit, he just crushes it. And people in the audience go, oh! and he goes, you just empathize with an egg. Yeah.
2: And it's because that's, what they did kind of how it goes. People have a weird thing with that. And not, not that I disagree with this other part, but humans with dogs, I say the more human characteristics you give to your dog, the more stress relieving your dog is. They found correlations with this. So. Not that dogs are like an egg by any means, but they're not humans. But the more human like you make them, the more you know stress relieving properties and that they have. That when you when you look
0: at it from the aspect of like a farm with like cows and chickens and mm-hmm. animals that we eat, you know, you don't really associate them with the same way you'd associate a dog. Not trying to say that right. you know eating meat is bad or that you know, but, not, they, not, not do. That, they, but they get attached to well, their pet,
2: whether it's like a if they have a little lamb or they have a cow that they really like, they get attached to it. And that's
0: part of the reason that some countries eating a horse is not a big deal, but in like no. the USA, it is. Yeah,
2: it's and same the thing in would be super huge to eat a cow. Like you don't do that. It's exactly, it, it, eating your brother or something.
0: It all depends on like the way you the way that culture views that animal.
2: It's kind of interesting. So should we eat horses then in this argument? Should we just go ahead and do it? Sure. I wouldn't, but that's just because I don't think they taste that great. I try. I try you, it you don't think they do because you've tried them or i said i don't think they would oh don't think they would. They okay d- i was gotcha. like oh okay. i didn't hear it either i was like <laughs> what
1: last time i had horse i got real bad indigestion and i was just like mm, never again oh. afraid she's starting Saying to say to that from times, now on. times are tough all around i don't know may
2: two times are getting tough my god i feel like the united states is just it gave you the trots getting a little bit worse ah. economically every uh jeez you know, i'm sorry your puns <laughs> are the worst
3: and the best. You said that like you just farted. Like, jeez, Seth. Gosh. Can you leave the room with that? <clears throat> oh my gosh. Oh no! Oh, okay, never mind. Like, oh, no, what happens? A, a, dr- a drink spilled, but it was empty. A dr- yeah, a drink. Listen, Josh thought he just wasted beer and he was freaking out. It wasn't even mine. I just saw it tipping. It doesn't matter if it's yours or not. We're just talking about empathy, dude. It's beer. If you no. waste it, that's bad. <laughs> That's bad. Somebody somewhere could drink that. There are sober kids in China right now <laughs> that are desperately want a beer. Oh my gosh! I probably would.
2: But I think Primal Man also has a, a a severe curiosity, like that. That's a basic instinct within itself. And we talked about this a little bit last season, but the fact that you know, as me as a person, I've only met <coughs> one individual who just hated space, and. W- Hate, the,
1: how do you hate space?
2: I don't want to talk about I don't want to talk about it. Because it pisses me it. off. No, I just,
1: I
3: didn't get any closure from it the last time we talked about it.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, really, this person just talked about they hated space because they felt like we should be focusing all of our efforts on humanity itself instead of looking into exploring That's part space. of
0: humanity.
2: Well. Is it? The, just, the, just because. The drive to explore, to expand,
0: and to send ourselves out there and just propagate the race? Yeah.
2: Hmm, okay. probably get the species we are cancer well really I, I believe our priority yes. is human beings themselves but just because I have a thirst to explore space doesn't mean I don't also empathize with humanity and want to further humanity's cause like that,
3: like that Bill and I thing where he's talking to the two I guess they're. I think they're comedians. When but he's talking they, on the two. Oh no, the, he's talking to, to, to the, the two. two. To the two. I guess they're comedians. The video oh, I posted about. Anyway. two. they were comedians. Well, I guess so I missed like a, he, he's talking about going to Mars and how cool it is. And so, you didn't miss it. You commented on it. You co- yeah, we talked about this. <laughs> I don't
1: remember oh, oh, remember because oh. he
3: said humanity might have come from Mars. And you're like oh that old thing. You're gonna drag <laughs> that out. But okay yeah. Anyway, so he's like space exploration is really cool and we're learning a lot about like where humanity may have come from and everything. And they're like why not?
1: How about. Why don't we just think about Earth more? And he's like, "No, they—they they were specifically—they were like, I don't care unless there's a sex tape being able to be made on Mars." Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, hard. I think they were just being funny I thought
2: they were just being comedians. I thought that's—I kind of thought they were too. They
1: were until the ending when he calls her, uh, <coughs> when Bill and I pretty much called her stupid. And you could tell that she was really upset. Oh, wow. and I was like, "Oh, she's not happy."
3: What? How did that go? I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs>
1: but they were being comedians. But I feel like, um.
3: That's actually probably pretty accurate. Well, some people probably
2: have that idea, but I thought that that was the point, was they were just hyperbolizing how Idiot America thinks.
1: I think those two actually felt that way. I'm just gonna be honest. Like, they, they were trying to be funny about it, but I really do think they felt well, that way.
2: Well, I laughed, and now that if they actually felt that way, I would not laugh at it anymore. That's
1: why I was sad and upset about it. So <laughs> <But> anyway,
3: <laughs> the idea is, you can do both! You don't have to do one or the right. other. Yeah. Like, Come on, come on!
1: And
2: we actually would not be able to explore space as well if the moon, in its ratio between the Earth and the Sun, was not in a perfect spot to perfectly blot out the Sun.
1: People have talked about that. Noise. I just
2: think it's kind of interesting that it just perfectly is the same size as the Sun in the sky. It's pretty crazy for our our viewing experience. Hmm.
1: Um. I was going somewhere with this, some problem, man, and stuff. Oh. Uh, Curiosity. Can you imagine being, like, we'll say it, well, 10,000 years ago. So there's, like, depending on who you talk to, if we're talking about Randall Carlson, there's, like, all these civilizations. If you talk to an evolutionary scientist, they're going to say that man was just, like, <laughs> not even a hunter, or was just hunter-gatherers at that time. Popular uh, science, yeah, yeah. Yeah, by popular science. So can you imagine, like, being one of these small tribesmen um, out in the middle of, like, North America, you know, you're running from giant sloths and, uh, saber tooth tigers. And one night, your camp's all there, looking up at the stars, like around your campfire, and the moon just turns blood red. <laughs> no, no, I really <sighs> Think about that. How yeah. insane would that be? This thing that's always there, always white, always lighting up the night, suddenly turns blood red. And you think the world's ending. What if they're colorblind? You start sacrificing your children. Well, like,
0: there's just- the one time where it happens at the same time as an earthquake. They're
1: like, the moon turned
2: brown. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a turd.
1: There's one crazy zealot home, home. <clears throat> excuse me, holy man. There's a homeless man. There's <laughs> a zealous holy man who's just like, this is a sign from the gods, except not with that accent. You don't know
0: what they sounded like. So they the southern
1: accent like has become
3: synonymous with being stupid.
2: <laughs> Which is funny because it actually stemmed from uh, nobility. Yeah. That, that's kind of ironic that it stemmed like, you know. How's so? that? Well, okay, so talking really slow and drawn out was a sign of nobility because you had plenty of time and plenty of time to relax. Oh, uh-huh, leisure. And so... You know, Delicious. Well, obviously, and, and the Southerners, they were... The white Southerners were plantation owners. They were very wealthy, stemmed from nobility. And then, you know, after the Civil War, they kind of turned into poverty-stricken areas. And so that paradigm shifted into... Mm-hmm. You know, poor and uneducated, instead and I think, of I, I
0: think do it's declare. Cer- it's derived from like a mixture of like English, Spanish, and French accents in mm-hmm. that area. Like predominantly French, French too. That's what I said.
1: Oh, they said. Remember. I
0: said English, Spanish, and French. Predominantly French, I think.
2: I, Pre- I think predominantly French. I would think. Yeah.
1: yeah. I feel the vapors.
2: But the the curiosity of humanity is so important because without that instinct within us we would have never been here we would have never been able to do a podcast we've never discovered electricity we've never discovered the brewing of beer we would have never mm. discovered which i don't know been, the
1: brewing of beer has been around for a long i know that
3: could have been our very first time. invention i think it's
1: the reason for agriculture uh, wheat is good
3: but you know what make wheat even better if you could drink it and it made you feel good <laughs> better than it already does Sorry, I didn't mean to offend anybody that's uh, no. gluten But,
2: intolerant. but, but <laughs> gluten intolerant.
3: <laughs> that's what you were going to say.
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to say apology. something like disagrees with drinking alcohol. But Have you guys – Not at all. Intolerance.
1: <laughs> Have you guys watched How Beer <laughs> Saved the World documentary? Yes. It's really good. You it should definitely really watch it.
2: Because they were drinking like water that had microbes and terrible things. Well, there's it.
1: that, but there's also the re- – just like, like Seth said, it was <laughs> – It's there's a lot of evidence to suggest that it's the reason that we started – actual agriculture, because we're like, we want more of this, we have to grow things to get it.
0: Like It makes us feel good, it gives us energy, it, it fills keeps us, us up. It keeps us from
1: dying of bacteria. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, it's... You don't get dysentery
0: from yeah, drinking you don't get, it. Yeah, you don't get bad stuff from drinking it, like it's not dirty.
1: Your liver dies eventually, but you'll be dead before then, so But, it's that's like, but, but the the that's way like... People they, only live to 30 now anyway, so...
2: No, that's funny because yeah, you know, they talk about hunter-gatherer societies, and they were like, well, you know, they were such stressful lives that they only lived to twenty or thirty, or maybe forty was a long-lived life. That's
3: actually not true. They're finding yeah. out that they actually lived
2: the, quite long lives. I kind of thought a long. lot
0: of part of the d- reason is to do to yeah. averages. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, averages. I was about to I was about to bring up the infant mortality rate. That's what it is. Yeah,
0: because like you you get someone who died, you know, in a, a baby who died in like three days, and then a man who lived to be like 60 and you average that out the average age is like 40 yeah or i'm sorry 30. that makes it's a lot of dumb. sense
1: i've never thought about that yeah, but it, that it's makes all a lot averages
0: of sense. like infant mortality and it was just taken out of context and taken out of hand
3: i was talking to a friend one time who's like loves modern everything like and completely discredits everything historical every time every like every chance it gets like think we're like we're at the peak of our evolution right now and it's only gonna get better from here like that kind or of maybe dude. we plateaued or maybe so and I, would uh, not get along with I had another friend who was way into, like, historical everything, and yeah. the historical friend brought up the infor- infant mortality rate, and that's why, like, people think that you died super young for all of human history mm-hmm. forever, and it, it was just really funny, because, like, the person, basically, we have more hospitals now, so people are healthier. Like, no, we have more hospitals now, because people aren't healthy. <laughs> like you don't have more hospitals if people are healthier, and cancer that doesn't rates make any sense are
2: higher than they've ever been by ten times the amount they were. Like as far as we
3: know, but how how long ago?
1: have we been keeping track of that? A hundred years. There are really? a lot
0: of
2: diseases that killed people back in the day that
0: very well could have been cancer that they just didn't know about. I guess that's true. There's
1: also diseases that just disappeared, like the sweating sickness in like the fourteen hundreds, thirteen hundreds. That was just there, and then. Killed a ton of people oh, overnight. Understanding and
2: cleanliness is microbe-oriented a lot of the times. Like, we didn't understand that before. So just general hygiene could have eliminated many viruses. And then now we have vaccines, which actually did eliminate many viruses.
1: General hygiene and the cleanliness army. <laughs> uh, uh, nice. we nice. <laughs> might as well call you Seth. We could have a pun off. That'd be fun. No.
2: No. Fine. I hate your puns. They make me laugh.
1: when I don't want to. There was a a post on Reddit the other day where someone said, you "You know, 200 years ago, everybody had all organic, free-range, gluten-free diets and died at the ripe old age of in childbirth. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I was just like, oh, (laughs) man. What so, were we, where, I feel like we lost the thread. What was going on? Primal, Primal man. We're, no, we're still kind we're of, we're talking there. about, uh, curiosity. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, if, curiosity, curiosity kills the humans. I
0: posted a, vi- <laughs> a video before, I don't know if I, maybe it was called like Wanderers or Travelers or something.
1: Oh, the space video?
0: Yeah, it was narrated yeah. by Carl Sagan, and he's basically talking about that. Remind
1: that, me to post it in the, uh, description. Okay,
0: I will. But he's like talking about how, or, you know, a lot of the times you owe you know, humanity owes a lot of what we are now to those few who just were restless and mm-hmm. wanted more and wanted to explore. And that, that's what we need to be,
2: like, yeah. striving for. And the whole thing
0: is I can, with, like, I can probably,
3: I don't know if it's going to sound good or not, but I can play the audio from it. It's
2: actually the people who didn't yeah, accept play the, the audio. Like, at the very beginning, it was people who were restless. And then it was, in the middle, people so restless that they didn't accept the status quo. And they rebelled against the modern way of thinking. Yes. And that's... It's Still, what we need today, like and just like you're
0: saying, like uh, the the whole video is capped by like these like beautiful depictions of places in our Space. solar system and humans exploring them. Mm-hmm. It's and also it, it's just incredible.
1: It's like a live action CGI, beautiful, better than a movie. The music is thing.
0: incredible, and it's all like narrated by Carl Sagan, and mm-hmm. it is it makes me happy.
1: I saw a thing the other day. <laughs> just thinking about. I don't think I will. Just post the link. <laughs> I'll post the link. Okay. I saw a thing the other day. We're just thinking about people being. Not knowing, not losing that connection to nature, I guess. This woman said, why would you ever need to kill an animal when you can just go to the store and buy your food?
2: <laughs> that's almost what we said earlier. It's like, uh, a good uh, question. North why Korea would you landing need on the to sun? kill an
3: animal if you could go to the store and buy a dead animal? The answer is probably that you don't.
1: Well, I think she was saying that the animals are just, that the meat just comes from the store. Like there was oh, a disconnect there, I see now. where she didn't understand. Yeah, I actually prefer like that's interesting. I've had deer in my fridge for the last year that I've been you eating. Haven't on. eaten it yet. Freezer, oh, freezer, oh. freezer. And yeah, my fridge not in my fridge. My fridge smells horrible. No, my freezer. <laughs> um, and we've been like slowly eating that deer, and it's saved us lots of money and lots of you know just all sorts of stuff because it's I don't know. It's also, it's
0: delicious. And it's delicious. I've oh, got a deer Deer, card deer
3: meat buried in the ground. Chili <laughs> is
2: my favorite oh, chili. Like absolutely one hundred percent. My dad makes deer meat chili, and it's way better than any of that other crap you buy at the store, or even homemade stuff that your mama makes or your grandma that's been making
3: it for a hundred years. And the hundredth describer gets a crock pot. Just a crock pot. <laughs> no, but you can make your own
1: oh, deer okay. meat chili.
2: <laughs> About to say I'm not. I'm not giving any of that deer meat chili away. <laughs>
1: You're you at Buffalo Chili. No, it's really good. Buffalo Chili sounds like the worst country band. Buffalo, buffalo chili. Buffalo chili. Or the worst type of diarrhea. Oh,
2: my God. Got
3: that yeah. buffalo chili. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh.
2: Yep. Gross.
1: we We've all been there. I know I have. I like I'm I, going there later. <laughs> oh, no. I do like to talk about the, the connection between, just thinking of Primal Man, connection between man and nature that we've kind of lost when it comes to like the symbiotic relationship where we go out and we get our own food by hunting it and- than living off of it. Because there are people that still do that. There are people that still go out and they'll stock a freezer in their garage full of meat that they'll have just, like, boar meat, deer meat, whatever other meat you can hunt, Mm -hmm. fish. And then they'll just eat that for the rest of the year. Like, that happens. And those people, I feel like, have a better grip on, like, just the man's role in nature than your regular person who just goes to the store and buys their food does. I think I agree with that. We've been
2: talking about... (laughs) well. Most of us here want to take a winter camping trip. Yes, And when I go into nature, I really feel that connection. Like, this is where I'm supposed to be at. Like, in a certain way, I love watching those videos of that, that dude who just goes out in the wilderness and makes a little fort. Not a fort, but just a little dwelling place to yeah. get by for the night. And I'm like, that looks like so much fun. I just want to go do that. I want to go be me. In the forest, in the wilderness, but then I see pictures of people like getting rained on. I'm like, Oh God, I hate getting rained on. <laughs> so build a better fort. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Exactly. I mean, that's really. Although
1: the argument can be made that the whole reason we're not doing that now is because our ancestors didn't like getting rained on either. And I love grilling meat. Mm-hmm. I
2: like as a kid, I'm pretty sure I could have been a, uh, meatitarian. No, 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 not a carnivore, a meatitarian.
1: meatitarian. No vegetables like ever. Yes,
2: exactly.
0: Enjoy that gap.
1: <laughs> god, Actually, so there's a though. lot of evidence saying that you can pretty much – you could survive on meat only it if you did de- it right.
0: It just depends on what types. Definitely. As long as you got
1: your – as long as you ate some organ meat frequently to mm. get your nutrients in, you could – you don't even know. you don't ever have to eat vegetables. Organ
3: meat, it's crazy. It's like the best-kept nutritional secret. Yeah. Like it's got all the vitamins and minerals you need. And, Liver,
2: and, oh my god. And America it's made of protein. Like all we like, – we, we throw away everything except like skeletal muscle. That's right? – yeah. A huge issue. I,
1: I can't get Mary to eat liver with me. She it's thinks it's disgusting. It's so good it's though. It's so good. Do you guys want to have like a liver and onions night?
3: Yes. I can do that. I mean, I'll eat it. <laughs>
1: can, we have, can we have chicken <laughs> I'm, liver too? I'm not opposed. Dude, we li- have chicken. We'll do beef and chicken liver. Deer liver, liver, liver used
2: to be my favorite. For some reason, like, c- you know, cause it's that smooth muscle. It's a lot, I don't, don't want to call it creamier, but it's like smoother to chew Wait, on. Which it's one? Liver. Oh, it's not deer, a muscle. Deer liver. It's not spongy. Deer liver. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a type of muscle. No. No, it's an organ, bro. It's an organ. Okay, organs are made of muscle.
1: Organs are made no. of tissue.
2: No, 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 not skeletal muscle, but
1: no. smooth
2: muscle. Jesus, go back to anatomy. Seriously. You
0: you do need to. Yes. It's
2: smooth uh, muscle. What is your heart made out of? Your guts. Your heart is actually heart made is out muscle. of smooth muscle. Cardiac muscle. It's not specific. Not all of them are. Though. So there's skeletal muscle. Your
0: brain is not made of muscle.
2: Cardiac muscle and smooth your muscle. Your brain's not made out of muscle. Oh uh, No, it's nah.
1: not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, sm- it's smooth muscle. Your gray matter is all smooth. Actually, that's a sign of a uh, low IQ. Yeah. Well, actually, no, that's not true. That was disproved a couple years ago. But. Really? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I thought having more surface area made you smarter. That's
2: what they thought at first, but there was actually a dude who ended up having a smooth brain, and they're like, oh, you're a normal
3: functioning human being. Almost as if <laughs> consciousness didn't reside in the brain, it resided elsewhere, and the brain is just a receiver for it. Weird. Possibly.
1: Oh, weird. I want to talk about that sometime soon?
3: Maybe in nature. I think we talk
0: about
1: that every week. I know we talk about we do talk about that a lot, and
3: we haven't really got anywhere. <laughs> so, so, so what's another? There's no this answers. week conclusive what's a, proof. What's another
2: primal instinct <laughs> of man besides curiosity? Killing. We like to kill.
1: I would say I would say violence. Violence is a primal thing. I love getting together with a bunch of people, watching UFC fights, and seeing two guys just beat the dude. Crap there out is of nothing
3: better than a fight. There's nothing it. better. I
1: love it. One of them gets all bloody. I get on YouTube all the time and yep. just watch street street fights. Dude,
2: I have and, a question. Like, do do you respect the person more who won the fight? Like, honest
3: question. I respect them both afterwards. Okay, honestly. Dude, well, yeah, in an organized situation, like UFC, boxing, like in combat sports, like I have a lot of respect for both people just for climbing up in the ring. Just to but say, after the fight, after they're standing there, do I have more respect for the person with their hand being raised by the ref? Depends. Yeah, depends. Depends on how
1: they won. Depends it Depends on, on their, their attitude. Depends on their attitude. But just the fact getting the fact that they go to work and their job is to let someone punch them in the face repeatedly.
2: No, their job is to not get punched in the face repeatedly. Dude, okay, so so we or just watched the
3: an argument could be made for that. Holy cow! I am so bad with names. The, the just, UFC fight that we just watched it was a title Daniel fight. Daniel Cormier, Mike Gustafson. Yes, e. Cormier, Gustafson, no. Gustafson, Gustafson. You said it right. Yep. Like, I had so much respect for Gustafsson after he lost that fight. Like, I became a Gustafsson fan watching him lose. Dude. That dude is freaking gamey. Right? And, he got uppercutted in the face so many times and took it. Like, like, he just took it like a freaking champ. He's not, not, he's not the champ because he lost.
2: Dude, what is it about the uppercut
3: that is so badass? It's, it hurts. Street Fighter. You know, Perhaps. Watch boxing knockout highlight videos Like a lot I'm actually a real big
2: fan of the Tyson of the uh, front uppercut. So not not your cross uppercut oh, yeah, like with that. your backhand, but the fucking yeah. front
3: uppercut. Just, just like boom and you're not looking for it.
2: Oh uh, was the time. God, I feel like I feel like I could get a lot more power with that for some
1: reason than I could like a normal jab, just like you could definitely get more power than with a jab, but you couldn't get more power than with like a cross. Well, no,
2: no. I mean that that haymaker with your with your back hand is going to yeah. kill.
1: Anytime you can throw more of your body weight into it, you're definitely going to have.
2: Yeah, is that? I want to know what muscles are important in that. Like, I feel like my right there. That would be <coughs> my your, my my pecs and my your lats. And your lats
1: and then a little bit shoulder. Of shoulder strength. Obviously, yeah. shoulder. I mean, that's the listeners can't see anything we're doing. We're just like we describing, all four of us are like practicing. Our <laughs> cuts. It's like that
2: thing. It's like you can't lick your elbow, and like everybody's trying to do it. Like, really, I can't. Can't
1: okay. you lick your elbow, Seth? No, I've never been able right. to do that. Are you sure?
0: One hundred percent. No, no, <laughs> that's Seth. awesome. Absolutely one hundred percent. That oh, those
2: I never licked your elbow.
3: There, that's was, what there was
2: one thing we asked Seth to do one time. Wow, you got close. To to put like okay, if you put your arms straight out to your side with your palms, this up, is a while
1: ago, by the way.
2: And it was like try and put your hand flat on your your deltoid or your shoulder. Your shoulder. And at the time, Seth could literally just fold his arms up flat. I was super scrawny back. <laughs> then. You were so skinny. You you had no muscle and you had no fat. Yeah, I can't. And you were just like boom, flat.
1: Like <laughs> you got some, you got some little bit of biceps going now. Also, Seth, ladies
2: was, was extremely flexible <laughs> as well. Just in order to do that, just like bloop, bloop. like you could, you could. Put Seth in a suit. Dude, suitcase. you could be an
3: extraordinary yogi if you like just decided that that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, dude, you could. Probably. What is a yogi? Hindu holy man.
2: A yoga. Oh, I was thinking somebody of a, who teaches. I was and is good at yoga.
0: Picnic, st- picnic basket stealing bear. I mean,
2: well, a yogi technically has more spirit. Hey, you, you can be whatever hey, you boo-boo. want to be. It has more spirituality to it, but like a
1: yoga expert would just be a physical. Yoga, yoga teachers for- are
3: always called yogis.
1: Are I they? thought. I know that the Hindu holy men are definitely called yogis. Maybe that's just a word that I throw around. Have you guys Probably. seen? Have Yogi's guys seen?
2: have like spirit guides and
1: they're channels. often naked. They do weird things with their bodies.
2: Oh my god! So I would be perfect watching
1: Idiot Abroad <laughs> in India. I was going
2: to talk about that. <laughs> my
1: god! Like they wrap their their
2: wieners around sticks like six times. Oh he
1: did. The, the guy did that. There's also and then they like every part of your body has to be flexible. And
2: then they put the stick on the backside of their legs on their on their hamstrings and then they squat up and down like continually stretching their their you know wing their ding. Jump. And, uh, you know, they just keep doing that, and I'm just like, my
3: god, what the hell is going on? It was to show
1: on? devotion to whichever, uh, god or goddess he was priest of. I don't have priest that. Of. There's also the what holy- What god man who- is sitting
3: there watching him, like, hmm,
1: not quite good enough. <laughs> <laughs> There's also the holy man, the, the yogi who has kept his arms sticking straight up in the air for 30-something years, yeah. and it's like withered and atrophied, and it's just like a knob now. But it, he just keeps it there. like He's just held it above his he head. He doesn't even have to try anymore because it's, well, liter- it's like literally calcified. locked in place. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like yeah. massive amounts of physical think you,
3: therapy. Do you think he regrets it, or do you think he like, wears that like a badge of honor? He does. No, it's a badge of honor. He's like constantly
2: like, hey, man. all the
3: time. Well,
0: when you think about it, like in the old days, it's more like, they talk, you know, all those stories about <laughs> old. Uh, no, he just
2: shot a basketball. It's like. <laughs> Swoop,
0: Kobe. Ball is life. <laughs> what were you we saying uh, something? but all those, you know, Catholic monks who did all the crazy stuff to their bodies, like the ones who like tied oh, the yes. ropes around their their midsection and like their skin grew over it and had to be cut off.
2: That's a. I mean, that's that. I think that the kind technical term was masochism, but I looked up the term <clears throat> for masochism and it always had a sexuality to it. And I was like, I don't. Think uh, no, that's I think right. you I think
0: you're right. I think the original.
2: I think the original Horrible definition was, was just physical mutilation to personal self, not for not a, whatever your motivation is. And now we yeah.
1: have the mutilation games, which are a thing. I thought it was okay. called the Pain Olympics. What about... Is that too? Oh, God. Mutilation don't even... Games. I don't want to talk about the Pain Olympics. I don't want to talk about it. Mutilation games, what they do is people will just... Uh, every year, they'll get together it. and this group of people and they will do different things like they'll cut off... One guy let them just cut off his arm on the stage. And like that was, they had medical attention there for some reason. That's, I would what? really like to keep my
2: arm. Like I don't care how much pain I can tolerate, I still want my arm.
3: What is what is the point of that? Like machismo? Like you I win can a, do a it. contest
1: and they? I mean, it's all hundred percent. It's sexual. There's no doubt about it. This is a like they're gross. They're doing it for gratification. I feel
0: sick just thinking about it. I know. I don't you, should, about no, it. you should no. You
1: should feel like, sick. There should be an instinctual. Like, like, repulsion I'm, to that. I'm cool with, like, alternative lifestyles,
3: typically. But, like, you're... <laughs> but if it's self-harm or
1: uh, other, others hurting... In the- regular
3: old, like, run-of-the-mill masochism, like, hit me and call me dumb or whatever. Like...
2: <laughs> that, you're good old-fashioned.
3: You're, you're fine when you go to work the next day. Like, you can go to work the next day. You can still do your job. You can still type on the computer. It's like, literally cut off my arm so that I can win this trophy. It's like... Yep. Come on.
1: There's it's stupid. It's stupid. A couple of years back, there was a whole advice? Do uh, I,
0: I don't know if I want to talk about this anymore. Okay, we can stop. <laughs> Great. We can stop. Let's awesome. delve into it. Let's so, get real deep. I'll
1: get into I'll it. talk about it all you want. So, let's talk oh. about it later. Okay. This is my So thing. what
2: about we're talking about primal man. <laughs> if we talk about primal man, you're talking about uh well, we've actually been talking about religion a lot, not uh, directly, but indirectly. That seems to be part of the human psyche at its primal sense like we we tend to like okay if you just go on the law of averages the people who believe in a god or some type of deity versus the people who don't practically all of humanity believes in some type of god like there's only you know a few million compared to billions of people who believe in some type of deity i think that's interesting that that's if you go on the law of averages, that could be ingrained in the psyche to believe in a higher power. So is it... Does it... Alright, like... Do you actually believe, or are people just ingrained in it?
1: I think...
3: Can we overcome the primal man? I think the mechanism that drives us to religion is probably different than the mechanism that like causes us to believe in God. Yeah, because I would I say usually fear. go into fear, that further, then.
1: Fear would be the thing that drives most people, not most, a lot of people, into religion. Also, I don't that, but think but the so, thing that fear most people just that. raise that Fear way. and patterns.
3: Yeah, the desire for patterns. I was just about to say that. Go ahead.
1: Because you two are, like, connecting today. Pe- people, just, like, people are going to see...
3: I know, <laughs> like, me and Seth.
0: I would chilling. think that ancient man, you know, they would see that, like, well, we, we got a good harvest this year, and we did that beforehand. And they just kind of expound on it, or they think that, well, the sun, you know, brings life. Obviously, you know it's something that you may not understand the mechanisms
3: of it, or but you can see it, or you just you have an experience, you have a like religious experience, like you have an experience with God. I say religious experience, whatever spiritual experience, whatever you want to call it, yeah. with God, and you're like, well, how can I get back to that? How can I make how can I make that happen again? Yeah,
1: or I actually
2: see I see Nate what you're saying more than like the the patterns because a lot of people, well, well, that is
3: I think patterns, patterns is
2: more legitimate. Like, than what the did, did I do to make argument? that happen?
3: What can I do to make it keep happening? Yeah. How can I convince other people to do the same thing? Will they give me money if I ask them to? And
1: now you you have a religion. Like, now you have a church. Or the holy man in your village in, you know, 10 BC, or 80, sorry. No, BC. BC. 10 BC is sitting there taking shrooms and talking to elves and then just giving out really solid advice about life. And you're just like, (laughs) yeah, this guy gets it. He's talking to God.
2: Yeah. The but this is that's not, I honestly, I, 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 really disagree with the fear-based religion because <laughs> if you look at it as a whole, like most religions aren't based on fear, they're just not.
0: But it, it can become a huge aspect of it because, again, with patterns. Because something really bad happens, like there's an earthquake or, uh, like there's an infestation of insects that destroys a crop, and then they get freaked out thinking like, well, what did we do? What did we do that co- angered the gods and caused them to do this to us?
1: I also And dis- it just
0: creates a morality.
1: I also disagree because so for you yourself before you learned about grace, what was your primary reason for like going to church? Was it because your parents made you or was it because you were afraid of hell What was it tradition? Tradition? So it's yeah. patterns. Yeah. And I think a lot of people it's one of for me it was fear because I got to see a uh what are those, what were those called? Hell flame video things oh. when we were kids that heaven's church. gates hells flames? Yes, those. Yeah. I watched one of those when I was like 6 years old and I was like I don't want to go to hell, so I better uh go to church. And well, then it wasn't until like I understood grace that I was like, oh, well, that didn't matter. I was at
3: church because my parents made me go. I, kinda... went, I went down to the
1: altar because I was dead scared. Oh. So it was both. Yeah. Cool. same here. And I'll, I'll I'll say that same here. But yeah, until until I rationalized and not rationalized that you can't rationalize grace until I felt grace that's what changed it let me tell you what i was
2: the biggest christian kid because of the fact that <laughs> chase it was, wins <laughs> it was pushed up like honest, like, like it's a I contest was, and he's the winner kind of Shut <laughs> up, chase. no i'm
3: serious like nobody's you know, as humble <laughs> as i am we I we'll, did, let him finish the story let me we the
2: story. did Sorry. ranger competitions and i went to nationals and like do you too. Good job. nice a lot of that had to do with uh you know bible memorization and giving good answers about like what is your favorite color and why? And I was like, Jesus? you know, well, it's like the blood, of the red because of the blood of Jesus. And like I was really good <laughs> at giving yeah. answers that would pull on the, on the heartstrings of the people who actually believe these things. And so as a kid, I did it because I knew I was getting some type of uh, reward. reward or gratification through these answers. and And I could, I could manipulate them, not knowingly. Yeah. But I was unknowingly manipulating these people to reward me because I wanted to be awesome. Which is what every
3: kid does, whether they're in church or not.
2: Right. So, so as a teenager, you know, my mindset completely changed. I was like, what is actually going on in this process? And
3: because as a teenager, you completely lose respect for adults. Yes. And you don't need their adoration. So anymore. much <laughs> until you're like in your twenties and then you want it again.
2: I want a job. Yeah. I'm poor. Don't kick me out of the house, dad. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 really like you know I, I feel like a lot of this stuff even well for a time frame i think it's not true anymore but islam was the fastest growing religion and well actually <coughs> i think part of that was because of fear like you said but a lot of it was because well they had the highest birth rates for a very long time well there's yeah a i mean that's how Catholicism
1: and there's lots of religions that have done that
2: Right, so it has to do with maybe, okay, perhaps it does. Maybe tradition and fear are, are a key player in continuing religion. I think they're a gigantic part of it. I but really how agree. did it begin and how did it become the main player in the world
1: itself? Some because guy figured out that if I preach peace and love to these people, they get it for a little bit and then they get annoyed and walk away because they don't live it. But if I say a god is going to rain fiery hell on them, they're going to come to me because they want to know how to stop that. That's how it started. And these people are ignorant. And the person and we need to control And the, per, the person ignorant. who's
0: saying it may fully
1: believe this. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying yeah. that. And I'm not saying that.
2: Never mind. Never mind. I think it's kind of interesting. But as itself, through history, wars are waged upon religious values. And only in modern history are they waged upon non-religious values. And... What, what are, what are wars really waged upon? Okay, besides, you know, the Middle East, Islam, that's a pretty big deal.
1: There are three big things historically war has been waged on. And that is land disputes, religion, and then vengeance. And those are the three. So, so
2: what about the US and Russia and the Cold War? Why did we hate each other so much? We were really just vying for the number one seat. That's it, I feel like and because when
1: you're on top you don't want to be you don't want someone else on top and that was the thing they were both real close there
2: and
0: we
1: were, okay. our
2: ideologies clashed
0: so drastically, drastically that we couldn't ideologies. work together otherwise maybe we would have
2: so so were the ideologies practically religious in themselves sort of
1: yes no they were
2: 100% i mean we did have the uh, mccarthy I'm not in statements i'm just was saying was mccarthy been... wrong i mean we did find out that the ussr was practically well no it was worse on a large scale than the German Nazi era, by the fact of you know how long it was available and the atrocities that the USSR committed.
1: So, I don't know. Was McCarthy wrong? I, I, I often I think ask McCarthy that think McCarthy was wrong in a lot of ways because he sent a lot of innocent people off. Maybe that's the issue.
2: Prison. He was he was more ready to sacrifice innocent people than to no, let. That's not even no, it. But no, a lot he of was, this, he, he was, was making po- an anomaly. it was
0: political. Um, it was controlled. is was getting rid of people who had any chance of disputing against him.
1: He would find people that were dissenting against him, and then evidence would show up that that person was a communist, and that person would disappear. Okay, so you think his motives were wrong. So if, what if his motives were right, though?
0: Maybe they were originally, but But, it changed.
1: uh, Yeah, I can't, I can't say that his motives were right, because they, I can't say that.
2: I don't know. I think it's interesting that the USSR is probably, one of the worst countries that ever existed in mankind. And we kind of skirt over that. We always talk about the Nazis and you know, you know Hitler was a super bad guy, but nobody ever talks about how bad how bad Stalin was.
1: Right? Stalin was terrible. I don't think anybody disputes that. I've heard lots of people say like, you know, Stalin was probably worse than Hitler, right? But, but nobody disputes
3: so disputes and nobody like that really name doesn't come up. Very often. There's not. You I know, actually, right, you that, that name
1: comes up all the time, but not but for that the, the reason. But is, the name Joseph is not illegal to name your child in the U.S. like the word right, is. yeah. But, and the thing is, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's in all, the Bible it, for God's sake, literally.
0: It's all about sides.
1: <laughs> okay, Russia
0: was on the right side.
1: <laughs> of World War II? Of World War II. They okay. were
0: on the right side. Okay.
1: Which was our side. Says the winners. Exactly.
3: The winners <laughs> no, no, read no. the history.
1: Our no, side but, wasn't right. There was
3: definitely the right side. Because we were on it. Like, but the thing is, we really were in the red. I feel all, like
0: all of all of the uh, you know atrocities <laughs> done by the USSR back then were just kind of glossed over, swept under the rug for the sake of unity. I mean, look what they did to the Finnish. The Finnish were on the were allied with Germany and the Axis powers. Were they evil? Were they bad? No, they were just trying to protect themselves from Russia, who was aggressively trying to take them over. <laughs> Russia
2: aggressively took over lots of places. It's just, so do we. It's all about (laughs) size.
1: Yes, so did we. There's a really interesting, uh, thing that we talked about the other night at, uh, the Fate game. Chase, stop touching my foot. No. Pull out your leg hair. Oh, God, no. Where, uh, if the, the U.S. Dung and Soil Act, or Dung and Guano Act, I'm sorry, uh, is this thing to where essentially anywhere in the world, if a U.S. citizen goes to an island and can say, there's a lot of bird poop here, or there's a lot of bat poop here, they can claim that they can just be a regular citizen. They can claim that island for the U.S. What? When? What is this? What? W- the U.S.? uh not go on about that. When? When did this come to be? What in is like this? The eighties. It's a really? there's a whole CGP Grey about it. Oh, not a, about the whole thing, but that's it's mentioned pretty briefly in it. Yeah, that's completely bizarre.
0: But I mean, what if it's already. If owned? it's
1: if it's owned by someone if it's an if it's an unclaimed portion of land I in see. the but oh. surrounded by a body of water that it has that on it, it's automatically U.S. soil. Well,
3: if it's in the Pacific Ocean, we kind of just assume it's ours anyway. Yeah, or pretty much historically, we have. That's true. It is true because we knew that in order to be in order to feed the economic beast, we were going to have to trade with China, and in order to do that, we had to control the
1: Pacific Ocean. Yeah.
0: Question though about the whole the whole uh, guano act when when did you say this came into it? i
1: think it was the 80s but it could have been way earlier
0: it's weird because remember when we went to that to marvel cave uh-huh and they talked about like caves getting seized because of by all the, the guano.
1: union and the confederacy both
0: yeah so people who find them wouldn't say anything about it yep. because they wouldn't pay you for it they, they would, just take them they just come and take them and if everybody
3: wants things that are covered and
0: if, in batshit. if you refuse,
3: which is why makeup
1: is made out of it well TNT it was the primary ingredient. And it
0: was like gunpowder and, and TNT. TNT cuz you could the you could reduce it, it,
1: it down and make in.
0: But yeah, they would like it, it, even if you didn't, you know, they wouldn't buy it from you no matter what. No. They just take it and if you refused, they would either if you're lucky just throw you out off your land. Off your land. and say sorry.
1: If you were unlucky, they would just kill you. They would just you kill you and take it anyway. And take it and say that you were attacking the army. Both sides did this. They did. This is so weird, man. People
3: are weird. That's another thing that primal man is bizarre. Primal man is hungry?
1: selfish? Yeah. I would say? Selfish. Or self-preserving. Selfish. What would you say? Would you say selfish or self-preserving? Selfish.
0: Well, self-preserving lends itself to being like, okay, I have what I need. I'm going to stop. And that doesn't
2: happen.
1: That doesn't necessarily mean that. I I think that's uh, I think it's a very debatable thing
2: thing. I very much agree with Seth on that one.
1: That you would, st- if it's self-preserving, you stop at some point. Or yeah, no, because you get, the argument can be made that a self-preserving person would want to continue to prep and keep themselves looking out, like for the future. But then again,
3: having, if like you wind up with a surplus that nobody else has, it also puts a target on your back. It's Unless like, you know how to sell that surplus. Okay. Yeah, and then we want you to have it so that we can buy it. <laughs> yep. Well, I guess
1: I, I really point. feel like
3: you're blurring the lines
2: between self-preserving and just selfish in general. You're actually saying they're one and the same thing.
1: I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying Where, that's, what, that's what the definition would be. I'm just asking there. a question. No, really, I am. I'm Every just, conspiracy theorist ever. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. You're the one getting upset. Chase. what so <laughs> Josh
2: was asking the questions?
3: <laughs> we all do it. I've done it. I do it all the time.
2: So so I, the the question Ask i brought up before is. was can man get over, over its primal self? Mm. Get to the whole Star Trek
0: utopia? Would it be man if we did? I don't know
1: about that. Do you want to get over the primal self is a better question.
0: It depends. It depends on if that would remove motivation because
1: one or of not. the one of the primal instincts of all creatures is self-preservation. And if we get rid of the Primal Man completely, do we lose self-preservation? I think the fact that we can ask the
2: question, do we want to get over Primal Man, definitely answers the question, can we get over it? Because in order to ask that, we definitely have to get over the fact that of what our emotions are for Primal Man.
1: I disagree with that. Because if someone were to come in here and put a gun to your head, you're not going to just sit there and be like, I accept this. What about fight or flight situation? Like, oh, good. God. Like, you know, no, some no, people no, no, fight, no. Some flight, people there's a the difference between fight, flight, and saying, I accept this. Because if you have no self-preservation instincts, you're just like, it is what it is. But the, the thing is, that's not what he's saying, though. You're,
0: you're, we're looking at this wrong. You're also
1: assuming that you, sorry.
0: No, it's alright. What were
3: you gonna say? You're also assuming that, like, if you have to be in a primal state to desire to, like, to, to, to defend yourself
0: in that, those situations. That's kind of what I was gonna get at. Because we're looking at this You too tonight, man. We're, we're looking at it from a from perspective of, we either have to have it, or we either get, or we get rid of it. It's not about mm. that. It's about controlling it. Because, you know, energy sources, you know, it's like there's this dangerous radiation, but do we want to get rid of it or can we harness it and use it? So we harness this and we use it and we make ourselves better using those instincts. Does that make any sense? Uh huh. Cause we don't want to get rid of it because it's useful because, you know, fight or flight mechanisms. The desire to explore, the de- desire to expand, the desire to survive are all incredibly useful. But we gotta control them and use, you know, ration, or rationale and logic to make sure that we don't let it control us. Which is, I think, where we're at. And, I mean, you could argue for more control, but then you might get into, you know, the movie Equilibrium, getting rid of all emotion. Mm. It's all about, Good movie. it's all about controlling that instead of whether or not we need to keep it or get rid of it. Because we're gonna have it, we just need to learn to control. That it opens better. up a
2: whole new can of worms, too. Like just <laughs> life in general, like how to how to live it and what it means to be a a person, and the fact that we 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 take these emotions and we take the logic, and there's like almost a person outside of emotion and logic itself that uses both of these things to decide what this body is going to do.
3: Hmm. hmm.
2: We are neither logical nor are we emotional. We are separate from these things. We're definitely not logical. (laughs) Neither are we emotional for those people who are just pure logical.
1: I would say the majority of people are more emotional than logical, though. Uh, Yeah, I would would definitely go with that one. You're not. But other people are. (laughs) Yeah. Logic takes practice. Well, no, not... Yes, but for most people, you but... to exercise it. For most people, it does. But there are people that it just clicks with. But that's with everything, I guess. I mean,
3: yeah. That's with anything. There I mean, people, people like, have a propensity. Some, some
1: people have more of a propensity for logic, I guess. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, if you go by the like, personality colors, green, orange, yellow, blue, y- greens and gold... I'm sorry, not yellow, gold. Golds and greens are going to have more of a propensity to logic than a blue or an orange because... That's just the way their minds work. Well, yeah. just the, uh, well, I guess
3: maybe reasoning ability is a better, hmm. yeah. like that's something that has to be practiced. Like, yeah, I can say that to like I, reason through a problem.
2: I don't like, know. That's really difficult because, like, so, so what Josh is talking about, these colors of personalities is a simplification of the Myers Briggs personality quizzes.
1: And it's crazy accurate. <laughs> it, it is pretty
2: accurate, honestly, from, from what I can tell. But so there, there's four different uh, categories that you can be in, and these four different categories only have two options for the Myers-Briggs, and this third one is T or F. You're either thinking or feeling, which I think, it's not 100%, but usually the person who is thinking is a logical person, and the person who is feeling is a, uh, you know, obviously a more emotional person. They 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 base their judgments off of gut feelings rather than what their brain is telling them. Well, I don't want to say brain because that's a debate. Because neither one
0: are... Inherently good or bad,
1: right? Right. No, and neither one are inherently right or wrong. Yeah, as I say, a, a majority of the time, they both pretty much end up being right about the same amount, like about their judgments and their mm-hmm.
3: what yeah, they I do. Mean, they a lot of for- time, gut those gut reactions, though, a lot of time like have their roots in logic. Thin slicing. But it's like it's something that you've experienced before so like
2: it's
1: right. just a gut reaction that you have like, It's
2: cognitive versus subconscious I guess.
1: Yeah, no that's the whole idea behind thin slicing is that you can walk into a room and feel something's wrong and leave and then find out later that like the gas was on. You know because you can walk into a situation even though the gas was scentless and odorless you walk in and you assess the situation something's different than it was before you don't feel right you leave.
3: Or you just like walk like out because and two Valley people are talking also. about something that you know is going to turn into an argument so you're just like oh like you just take your leave.
2: But like I said, it's not 100% because the second instead of the third part of the Myers-Briggs test is uh, S or N, which is sensing or, or sensory perception or intuitive perception. Yep. So, like, it, it, it's almost uh, oxymoronic because when I take the test, I usually get INTJ or INTP, Which, so, so just the second part, like, I'm, I'm intuitive, but I'm also thinking. So, I don't fully understand it, Josh. You, you studied this a lot more than I do. So, like, I, I logically think through things, and then there's a point where deductive reasoning goes into inductive reasoning, and that's actually a quantum leap in arguments, if you've ever studied arguments. Well, that's the
1: thing is, because people are, people aren't one thing. You're, you can't boil man down to a simple thing, uh, and I'm not talking about primarily, uh, primally, I'm talking about personality wise. We're too complex. You can't just say like, that's the way they're always gonna act in every situation because they won't. Like, this way, they're going with just really heavy logic and then all of a sudden it switches to emotion because the variables changed. Right. And it's just you can't you can't boil it down like that.
2: And that's kind of the thing. What's going on? Like I, I see a lot of things on Facebook. The the outgoing introvert and like oh maybe you're introverted but you're also outgoing. And I see a lot of people like connecting with this, but that's not really what the the test is saying. To be an introvert does not mean you don't like people. To be an introvert means when you're by yourself, that's when you recharge your batteries. Yeah. And you go out. Like I'm an introvert. That's just what it is. But I really enjoy being with people at the same time. But there comes a point
1: where I'm like, okay, i got to be by myself for a little bit. Yeah. Well, going back to colors, that's because you're a green-orange. So the orange in you is going to be all about being outgoing, having fun. But the green in you, which is your primary, is going to be more about, like, I need time to recharge. Mm. Because that's your primary, so that's going to take precedent over the other one. Even though you can lean heavily on the orange, you'll still end up reverting to the green. But – but for you, somebody
2: like Orange is primary,
1: yeah. which is – so you're going to be
2: extroverted as a whole, meaning that you gain energy from experiencing other people and being around yeah. other people. I so actually, hanging out with people. your batteries drain when you're alone. Yes. So in that sense, we're, we're the opposite. But that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean you like or dislike people. Like yeah. being introverted or extroverted has nothing to do with like or dislike of people.
1: You're more likely to be very introverted and not like people if you're a – I think it's gold no green gold blue orange i think
2: i could see that okay but you but Which you, is what no, nobody
3: understands the color
1: system but i like people so i know you do so I'm green is it's very like logical that. and gold is very perfectionist gold okay so example well i can't do that okay so i think perfectionists would argue that they're logical they are logical they're not they're not illogical it's just that But they, there's never a good enough there's not a economy in their mindset okay like green blues and oranges can see something and go that's good enough a gold goes i don't think that could be better that could just be better um Uh so golds are very project oriented they're very detailed oriented greens are very logic oriented they like the way to do things in a certain order but they also like to do it the way they want to do it uh oranges don't care about rules at all and they're just very let's get things done let's have fun while we do it and blues are very emotional about how they go about things I'm an orange. Cool banana. Chase is a green. Seth, you're probably also a green, but with a heavy gold secondary. And then probably an orange. And then, Nathan, you're a blue orange, right? I don't, I don't remember. remember. We've it. talked about this before. Know. But I, don't I don't know about an orange. I think he was, dude. I think it was, Maybe. I don't know. Not important. Not important, listeners. Maybe <laughs> anyway, a teal. A we've nice got teal. How, do, how do we get on this? <sighs> Who what knows? It? We've got primal hour. instincts of man. We've gone an hour. Let's Have uh, we? Okay, let's shut it down. <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks
3: for coming up, folks, and thanks listening for, to the Rainbow for, of the Pod. Tune in yes. in.
1: Share it with your friends, please. We want more subscribers. Yes, we do. At, at least, at least one.
3: We're not doing it. I, there is one. Uh, it might be me. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I don't remember. I think my buddy Nate subscribed too.
2: Awesome. That's all, we folks.
3: Are. All right, bye okay, guys. <laughs>
2: all right, that's good, good enough. enough. <laughs>